Please keep your arms and legs inside the ride at all times. Welcome to the Corey Connects Podcast. You are about to embark on a thrill ride of the ages. Corey Warfield went from living on the streets to hanging with the elites. This growth hacker, serial entrepreneur, mentor, and social media personality has taken connection to new heights. Hold on as we learn from globally recognized leaders who have used the power of connection in areas of innovation, upskilling, technology, leadership, and disruption. So hold on to your hats. It's about to get real. Thank you for tuning into the Corey Connects podcast today. Today, I have a friend, uh, someone who's inspired me and millions, David Meltzer of Sports One Media, two-minute drill, but really just of David Meltzer. So without further ado, David, how are you doing? Thanks for being on the show today. You know, I am doing phenomenally and uh, concerned with things that are exterior to my existence. Even though they are challenging, I find that we can focus in on all the great things that uh, are happening and all the great things that exist and all the great possibilities ahead of us. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, growth occurs outside of the comfort zone. So although we find ourselves societally and nationally and in a lot of these professional capacities outside of our comfort zones in more ways than one, people like yourself and people in your network and uh, I aspire to be the same are spreading so much positivity And I love the analogy that a small candle can be brought into a dark room and the darkness just flees from that light. You are one of those flames. And so today, what I'd really just love to do, this being the Corey Connects podcast, is talk about connection and how we can amplify that using social media. And you, more than almost anyone I know, are you've become ubiquitous, right? If you go on Clubhouse, David Meltzer's there with the sharks from the Shark Tank. If you go on Facebook, if you go on Spotify, if you go on Amazon Prime Video, right? You're absolutely everywhere. And what seems to be amazing is that so much of that is in real time, right? I'm sure you've got some content that, that you've got team putting out some places, um, but you really do seem to be everywhere. And wherever I see you, you are just preaching the gospel of happiness, kindness, and amplification. So how do you do it? You know, I think it's interesting because time's a man-made construct. And uh, I talk about refocusing a lot. People don't understand that the speed of thought is faster than the speed of light. And the thought that vibrates the fastest is the truth. So if we can stay aligned with pursuing our truth, pursuing our potential, we can continue to practice the muscle of refocusing and the muscle of intuition. We actually can bend time. And I do that with five daily practices. I utilize what I plan, what I don't have planned in my sleep in order to effectuate productivity, accessibility, and gratitude in my life. And although it may appear to you uh, that there's so many different things going on on so many different platforms, there's actually just a construct behind it, a construct of providing content in an efficient manner, capturing it in an appropriate way, modifying it to fit into form to the certain opportunities that exist. And then the amplification, as you said, of that frequency allows me to perpetuate the content so that as people enter and leave and enter different platforms, hopefully they'll be drawn to and attracted to the Dave Meltzer content that's really trying to empower others to empower others just to be happy. And you absolutely do that. And, you know, I think so many people that are listening to this episode are familiar with you um, and kind of some of your concepts. 
But what's interesting is you talk a lot about time and you leverage time, but you just said something that 100% resonates with me, which is that time is a man-made construct. And right, sometimes we're, we're catching up to time. Sometimes we're spending time as a resource and a currency. But when we tune into the fact that we all are aware of these seconds and minutes together, you've got a new initiative called Two Minute Drill, a show on Bloomberg TV, where you are asking people to deliver a whole lot in literally 120 seconds. And whether or not those are man-made constraints or not, they're all on that same clock. And it, you know, Shedwell's been involved and, and I'm an avid fan. The first episode just came out and I listened to some of the people pitching some of their concepts. You have serial entrepreneurs on there. You've got people in fintech. It seems as though people are really st struggling with that two minute mark. And I pitched a lot of companies. I've raised a couple million bucks, right? So I've had the three minutes on the stage, 10 minutes on the stage. Why did you choose the two minutes? I think I know the answer, but I'm excited to hear it. And then I want to take this in a couple of fun directions. But yeah, why why the two minutes specifically? Well, three reasons. One, because I have a sports background, there's a natural fit of two-minute drill, right? The two-minute drills where the winners are made in especially football, uh, basketball, the last two minutes. I always joke around about college basketball. That's all you need to watch is the two minutes and you get the full uh, force of the game. Uh, but so two minutes in the sports context was a perfect amount of time. Secondarily, two minutes is like two martinis. Uh, let me explain. You know, one martini is not enough. So one minute's not enough. Two is too many. So determined upon how people uh, perceive time, two minutes is either way too much time or far too little time. And so it works within the context of creating great content within there. And then finally, just because it's a 30-minute TV show, we have to have room for commercials and tip of the day and the impact award and all the other great things we do in the show that if we had it any longer than two minutes, we won't be able to have enough contestants. And if we had it any shorter, we won't get the quality of pitches that we get. So I think two minutes is a perfect fit. And the fact that we don't fund the companies, so we don't need as much time. We're simply giving the lessons and the advice on the pitch, but we do get $50,000 of cash and prizes every episode. So there's a lot at stake and it creates a new nuance to what pitch shows used to be out because you don't have, like I did even in my own show, Elevator Pitch, which is in season six, uh, the facade of funding, right? Because we all know TV funding is not real funding. You've raised a couple million dollars. You know, I guarantee the due diligence process did not happen in seven minutes like it does on Shark Tank. No, and I actually have had some friends pitch on Shark Tank and one of them had a an e-greeting card company that got funded on the show. And then in diligence after the show, he lost the deal. So the whole world thinks this guy raised X amount of money on Shark Tank. And in reality, they're not on his cap table. Those dollars never did come in. But, you know, it did make for some great television. And, you know, they the, the Sharks would have written that check had things probably been the way that, that he had postulated them when he was live pitching them in front of that audience. But so to people listening to this that are going, wow. David Meltzer has a two-minute drill where I can pitch my businesses on Bloomberg. What would you candidly recommend that they focus on? Because obviously, two minutes is not enough for an origin story, for traction, for team, and all that. What are the couple of things that just make your spidey senses tingle? Yeah, one is credibility. I think people discount credibility. So what they do, especially when given a short amount of time, like your buddy on the show, is they don't tell the truth. They exaggerate. They lie. 
They oversell, backdate the seller, manipulate the facts. And in the end, once you catch somebody in one of those shortages, you start seeking where else with skepticism, everything else they say. You ruin your full two minutes the minute you say something like, well, our revenue was up 300% last year. Well, in my mind, if you say your revenue is up 300%, you better tell me a dollar amount or my spidey senses are going to go up and make you and discredit you saying, oh, what'd you do? $3 last year and $900 this year? Because if you made any real money, you would have told me so. So I think people discount credibility. And then the second thing that's so easy to attain in two minutes is that people buy on emotion for logical reasons. So make sure you make the emotional connection. Right, You make the emotional connection and keep your credibility. And then any fair amount of quantified uh, articulation of value, you're going to do a great job pitching to get to the next step and getting to the ask that you want to have. I love that. And I don't want to put anybody on blast, but what, we'll, we'll just say one of the first guests in the very first episode of the very first season of Two Minute Drill was incredibly excited and clearly reading off of a piece of paper. And you're you're the meditation guy, you're the breath control guy. I mean, you and I are very aligned on a lot of that. Uh, my thought process was if he would just have breathed a little bit deeper, right? Like, I don't know if he needed to stand against a, a wall for a minute beforehand, but when you have two minutes, what that doesn't mean is just talk faster and try to fit five minutes of pitch into two minutes, right? It's kind of all about being relaxed humbly confident and really just being sure of yourself and your offering. What, what do you think about that? Yeah, look, people want to hear stories, right? So if you can tell a story and teach a lesson and articulate a value exceeding what you're asking for, can you see any reason you won't want to move forward with what the pitch is about? Absolutely not. So I think one of the superpowers that I have is that I'm a great storyteller to provide lessons and articulate value. So if you can learn to share those stories that carry the lessons and articulate value, you're going to be a great pitch person. I completely agree. And I sometimes think a two-minute pitch or, or a short pitch is just a great way to get your foot in the door. Give them enough to want to talk to you more about what it is. You don't need to give them all your secret sauce, all your, your patent filings and all of that. And I, you know, I've now got tens of millions of, of, of hits and you know, all these hundreds of followers on LinkedIn because of that first line. And that's kind of my two minute pitch, right? Is here's this first line. If it's tantalizing enough, it'll bring you in to, to maybe read the rest of the content or, or who I'm talking about. How have you been either augmenting your social media strategy or using social media, you know, mostly to help people? I know your mission is to help a billion people. And it, it'd be surprising to me if you haven't already achieved that goal. But um, how, how are you kind of augmenting or, or using that to amplify more and more? Well, you know, trying to balance between the authenticity of just wanting to help people, but also getting more people interested. So what I've created is utilizing free things, which I've done free training for over 20 years on Fridays, being able to replay that uh, featured on Spotify through the playbook. You know, one of my biggest achievements is I'm one of the top podcasts in the world. It's called The Playbook. And I have millionaires, billionaires, entrepreneurs, celebrities, athletes, entertainers, well-known people, Cameron Diaz, Dan Aykroyd, Ray Lewis, you know, Hall of Famers. You can name it. They've been on there, Deepak Chopra. But the funny thing is the most downloaded podcast that I have now, they're daily, over 600 episodes, is that 
my trainings. People want to learn. And it's such a compliment. So I really augmented my strategy to get people to come to free trainings or listen to the trainings on the podcast. I offer my free books, of course. I'll, one of the few people out there, I will literally send my book, sign it, and pay for shipping. All you have to do is email me at davidemeltzer.com. I have exercises, guides, my books for free. I have free training courses. Uh, and all of it is, as you say, you know, for my legacy. When I'm gone from this wonderful journey, I want to make sure there's a thousand people like Corey out there that are empowering a thousand people, empowering a thousand people to be happy. A thousand times a thousand's a million, a million times a thousand's a billion. If I can impact over a billion people to be happy, create a collective consciousness of happiness, abundance, more than enough, I actually humbly, not thinking I'm Tony Robbins or Jesus Christ or anyone significant, but just through strategy and time, <laughs> uh, imagine I have the capacity to change the world one Corey at a time. I absolutely agree. And so I don't want to keep you for too long. You are literally the busiest person I know, but this being the Corey Connects podcast, I'd love to just talk about connection for a bit. And it could be visceral, energetic. It could be you know, wherever you want to take it. But uh, just a kind of a quick one, what does connection mean to you? Well, first, I'm not busy. I'm active. Busy means unavailable. So anyone out that. there, make sure that you act, you ask active people, not busy people, to help you because active people will always be accessible. Busy people, they may be high, sick, and broke on their mom's couch doing nothing, but they're busy and unacceptable. Uh, connection means to me, and it's very interesting, it's a duality. Uh, and the first connection uh, is counterintuitive for me. In order to understand what we're connected to, you have to know what you're connected from. And so for me, uh, this paradigm had shifted about 15 years from, uh, for, for me, 15 years ago, that once I realized that I'm connected from the greatest source of light, love, and lessons, that I'm already connected to this unbelievable source that I now receive from with the clearest connection, using my free will to stop the interference that the ego creates or corrosion or the void shortages and obstacles or perceptions or illusions that I create through ego. And I allow all of that power to come through me for others. In other words, I don't live in a world of, you know, to me, I don't live in the world of not enough or just enough where you buy things you don't need to impress people you don't like. But I live in a world of more than enough through me, knowing that I'm connected to I used to worry about or take pride in climbing those mountains, those challenges in front of me. Now I consider myself powerful because I know that what walks within me and next to me is that which made those mountains. And I am here from nowhere. I went from nowhere to now here to nowhere again, but I'm now here in order to give my life away. And I can't give what I don't have. So the first connection that's so important is to know that I already have everything, that I'm already connected to the greatest source, the greatest power, light, and lessons. And now I utilize my free will to clear the connections between me and everything else I'm connected to. Remember, a tree, it has no branches. One branch would not go to war against another branch. And what I'm trying to do is to enlighten people and empower them to appreciate what we all have that is the same the connection that we all have to one another, and also appreciate the differences. We don't have to separate ourselves. We don't have to utilize the secondary needs of the ego to be right, to be offended, 
to be inferior, to be superior, to be angry, anxious, fearful, worried, resentful. All of these things you see today, people are just creating an interference. Why? Because they're primarily not focused on what they're connected from and through and then focus in on connecting that to. And if you connect from, through, and to, you'll be able to give your life away. You'll feel comfortable and worthy of everything you receive. You will live in the world of more than enough, not just enough or not enough, but more than enough, more than enough of everything for everyone, an abundant world for everyone to live in happiness. You blow my mind every time I see you, talk to you, and I think a, a takeaway for everyone is going to be, don't be busy, be active. I'm going to change my vernacular starting 10, 10 seconds ago or whenever it was that you dropped that one on me. I mean, I love Ram Das be here now. I mean, that's just such a you know mindfulness presence. All we have is the moment, that type of thing that you talk about. Awesome. That's really empowered so many entrepreneurs. And I love your show, The Playbook, by the way. I mean, you get people like David Robinson, Brett Favre. I mean, you get all the sports guys, but then you get the people that have built, you know, we're on Zoom. I think you probably had the founder of Zoom, right? Like it's that type of thing where uh, you will always learn something. And, and usually there's a good laugh or lesson as well. Uh, so I, I want to talk to you about what the term I am means to you and, and all these things, but but I want to leave some 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 stuff just out there. So I, instead of keeping on going in all these directions, I'd love to. What I'd rather do is just let people know how they can get in touch with you. Not only, you know, you, you already mentioned David at dmelzer.com is an email, but how can they get in touch with you to work with you? And when I say that, obviously your websites and, and LinkedIn is the way to get in touch, but how can they get in touch with what it is that you could do for them? It's you know, really people that are listening to this need what you are offering and putting out into the world. So if you would do my audience a favor and just let them know kind of what you're doing for folks like them. Um, and, and then those that want to get in touch with you, we'll be sure to leave all the links here in the episode. I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah. So free trainings every Friday, replays on Spotify Entrepreneur and every platform, free guides, exercises, everything from ultimate ego to negotiations, to pitching, to selling. I cover from the spiritual spectrum all the way to probably one of the most pragmatic business people you've ever meet. Systems, OCD, anal retentive organized. Uh, systems over 35 years of efficiency, effectiveness, and statistical success. Uh, the power of 64, for example, being twice as productive, twice as efficient, twice as statistically successful, seven days a week, give you 56 days of productivity in just one week. I can teach you all of those things. I have private groups uh, that are available for people. I have one-on-one business advisory and coaching uh, for any company or individual that may need. Um, I am of service. I will not work. I don't lock anybody into anything. I usually don't charge for anything other than if I can create a profit for you, then I work month to month and guarantee profitability in whatever context uh, people want me to work as a producer, consultant, advisor, coach, mentor. Uh, But there's plenty out there for free. If you feel as if you just want to get your toe wet, just please reach out. Corey will show you all the different places to see me. I have the podcast, the playbook, two TV shows, Elevator Pitch and Two Minute Drill. Uh, I speak around the world. I'm on all the platforms that you can see with educational and inspirational videos. I also distinguish motivation and inspiration. I can motivate you. I'll get you back up. I'll get you started. I'll get you restarted. But most of all, I want to inspire you to teach you that you are connected to the greatest source of light, love, and lessons and allow you to take that power through you 
and give it to, to other people as well. So thank you, Corey, so much, man. Let's do this again. I appreciate you uh, respecting the time as well so I can get to other interviews today. Absolutely. And then last, last shout out is to someone on your team. I heard you on Clubhouse yesterday with Matt Higgins. That was fantastic. But everyone getting on was going, Jake Fleshner from your team is amazing. And I can second, third, and fourth that emotion. Jake is a beast. And it makes sense. You surround yourself with the best of the best because you can. And it's why you are who you are. But um, shout out to Jake, everyone at Sports One Media, everyone within the David Meltzer organization. Um, as Corey, Corey connects with the best and most amazing people I've ever met. And David, you check those boxes in permanent markers. So I just want to thank you for everything that you do. Thanks for being on my show. And I look forward to catching up with you again soon. Anytime. Thank you so much, Corey and Jake and Matt. You guys are incredible. Let's do this again. Awesome. Have a great one, everybody. And thanks for tuning into the Corey Connect show.